0: Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name is Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer. Hello to you out there. I hope you're doing marvelously well in this. uh, Where are we? Summer. Yeah, definitely getting towards summer. Really mad. Um, So you may be thinking, or you may not be thinking, where were you two weeks ago? Why was no episode? Well. Here's the thing. The last episode I put out a month ago, as you're four weeks ago, technically, as you may know, was quite lo-fi because my computer had broken. Hooray! (laughs) My computer is now repaired. Hence, here we are. However, just wasn't ready in time for the last episode, basically. Was quite busy. Couldn't record anything in time. Life happened. There we are. But the computer's back. The motherboard is replaced because the motherboard failed, which is catastrophic <laughs> but the motherboard is now replaced and we're good to go so here we are here we are on we go with the episode that today i don't know why i'm being weird about it um so i want to talk about youtube so i'm maybe going to come across hypocritical here i don't really use youtube as a mixing engineer much i've been asked to i do have a page that i tried putting a few shorts on that Didn't really do anything because I didn't really properly use it. But there we go. Um, But I think as a band, if you're not using or considering using YouTube as a way of attracting uh, a fan base, getting opportunities, things like that, you are missing out. Simple as that. You are truly, truly missing out because YouTube is, this is just true. YouTube is one of the biggest search engines in the world. And you as a band have a choice whether you want to be on it or not. And, you know, there's all sorts of things that bands want to be on now, like Instagram, obviously, TikTok, Facebook, you know, the kind of popular things to talk about. And I'm here to talk about YouTube. Like, I'm not asking you to sell out. I'm not asking you to be like, can become a, a vlogger. Vlogger? Yeah, that's the right phrase, vlogger. Bit early 2000s, isn't it? But hey, vlogger. Um, I'm not asking you to become a vlogger, but I'm asking you, are you putting your content, your your musical content, at least, on YouTube? If you're not, Why are you not? So YouTube, amongst amongst other things like Spotify, is one of the biggest music discovery platforms. It just kind of is. In the same way that people use Spotify to play music, people do use YouTube to play music. I don't understand it because I don't, but you know, what are you gonna do? Um people do use it. And again, are you just gonna be on that? Are you gonna be available on that to be discovered? Are you not? That's kinda that's kind of how it is. And obviously. Um, like being on Spotify, it's got that global audience where you can reach people from around the world. And I know you're not necessarily, hopefully you will, but you're not necessarily going to go tour in those best and play gigs, but... If you got fans from just around a different part of the world, like a little local group, I don't know, in Australia or somewhere like that, just got to know you and like you and they liked your online thing and they knew you were never going to get around where they are, but they really like what you're doing. How cool is that? How cool is that? You know, don't get me wrong. I'm sure I know most people get into bands to play music, do gigs. Great. And, you know, to some extent, who cares if you've got some fans in Australia? On another note, how cool is that? You've got some fans around the world. Just, you know, if nothing else. I think that's really cool. But there you go. <laughs> so I guess the question is, if you're thinking about YouTube, what on earth are you going to do? What, what, what are you going to use it for? Like, are you just going to throw up some music there? Are you going to embrace it a bit more fully? Are you going to do a regular posting schedule? Scary times. Now, I'd say, unless you're a professional band, by which I mean it is your full-time job, don't seek to post on YouTube regularly don't make it your kind of main thing i say make instagram maybe tiktok maybe even facebook still make those your main things because that's where a lot of people go to interact with bands but youtube i would say personally at least at the start treat it as just a discovery platform so you've got to think about the kinds of content that you could throw on there obviously obviously music videos why wouldn't you if you've got a music video, if you're thinking about making a music video, don't make a cheap music video. If you're going to just spend a little bit of money on it, please. And you don't have to spend loads to make it look good, but don't make it cheap. <laughs> just my two cents. I, I think what you're going to think about is, is aside from that, what are you going to put on there? Aside from music videos. So obviously... You could do the kind of standard upload of your music just with the kind of album artwork or the single artwork or whatever it is. And often a lot of distribution platforms will allow you to do that. There's ways and means of doing that. Do that as well, because again, it's a a music discovery platform. That's what a lot of people are using it for. And if you're not on there, you're not going to be discovered. Other forms of content you could think about putting on there. You could put live performances on there. Obviously, if you're at some festival and there's some kind of pro shot thing, Great. If you're allowed to use it, you've got some great content there that's gonna look good and hopefully sound good. But even if it's like a really kind of lo-fi recording, um, someone in the audience you give a good you a, a half decent camera to, people are gonna love that because they're gonna see what you're like live. And there's variations you can do on that, like put a GoPro next to the drummer, put a GoPro on the drummer's head for a song. That kind of thing is really cool. I love content like that. That is a great way of showing your music, but it not just being here's our music or here's the music video. Slightly after field. And because you're just wrapping that up as to being part of a gig, it's not too onerous. It's not extra time. It's not extra stuff. You just need to kind of clip off the beginning and the end. And even with like a drummer GoPro kind of camera head thing, it doesn't have to sound great it has to just have the sound of the gopro um sounding frankly half decent it's more about the visual of it the impact of it and you're going to hear a little bit of the guitar and stuff but it's mostly going to be the drums going hopefully a bit crazy um you can do other kinds of things you want if you want as well you could do obviously vlogs if you want to vlog about that kind of thing you could do videos on kind of the meanings behind songs or you could do like behind the scenes type stuff you're going to a recording studio you could do Um, some kind of video footage or maybe even just b-roll and you could tease release or you could kind of openly kind of discuss the release of your latest single or album or whatever it is on YouTube and the great thing about content like that is it's it's recyclable so by which I mean you could make that longest form video behind the scenes whatever it is snip bits out of it and then you've got content for Facebook for TikTok for Instagram all sorts of stuff like that there's creative ways that you can use the the media that you're making to snip it and use it in multiple places don't just think about it as a kind of one shot thing for youtube as it were so the thing is the thing is the thing the thing that scares a lot of people about youtube i'm going to put it this way is i have my videos have to look so 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 good to be anything worth it now i think that's not Necessarily too difficult to achieve. So if you want to make music videos, you know, hopefully you're gonna hire a videographer who's gonna help you. That is obviously going to just look probably going to be your best quality content. Let's hope. Let's hope it is, anyway. That that is just a given. But your live performance videos, I said I don't think they have to look and sound good, they just have to be impactful. That's the important thing. And hopefully the music will speak for itself. Just a thought. Um, if you're doing vlogs and things like that then obviously it's going to be a bit of a step up. But your camera phone nowadays, most modern camera phones should be able to get a good quality thing. And if you're really putting that time into it, get a little ring light. Do you know what I mean by a ring light? It's like a circle that kind of you put around the edge of the phone. You can maybe even put it kind of next to your phone and stuff like that really helps naturally light a human face for video, for like straight on video. And the thing about that, of course, is you've got to be committed to what you want to do. But, you know, ring lights are not expensive, but you're not necessarily regularly going to do it. Maybe don't invest in that at this stage. It's probably not worth it. The other thing to consider is that obviously YouTube is a discovery tool for potential fans, but it's also a discovery tool for potential collaborations with promoters, things like that. If you're putting together your EPK, your electronic press kit, YouTube links really great really really great because they give you a flavor of what the band's like obviously if you've got music videos great if you've got live performance clips almost even better because you can see people can see directly what you're like and it can really help you to land that tour maybe even to land that management signature whatever you're you're looking for whatever you're aiming for but as i say it's a kind of discovery tool for more than just fans so do that as well in mind maybe even specifically put up videos that you want for your epk but you think other people might just enjoy them as well so there you are i think ultimately if you're going to put content onto youtube you've got to be authentic i hate the word authentic but basically all that means is you've just got to be you and be engaging and just who you are and that will shine through now obviously if you're doing live performance videos Just do what you normally do on stage, maybe go a bit crazy because that's cool. I like that kind of thing anyway. But do what you normally do. If you're doing vlogs, that's when you need to think about how you're coming across, staying authentic, being your kind of true self, not just putting on a persona because people don't want persona, they want to know who you are. So, what I say about Instagram content, make sure it shows who you are as a band. Same with YouTube content, make sure it shows who you are as a band. And I think. Probably the last bit of really good advice I can give you about YouTube is if you want to try it, try it. Commit to, say, for six months, we're going to put up these kinds of videos. We're going to put up this many videos, however however many it is. Don't make it too much. Don't make it too hard. Make it achievable and a realistic goal. But the only way you're really going to work out how this works, how all that nonsense like tags work and all the kind of um, algorithm data that you want to make sure is working for you, The only way to really, really, really get to grips with that is to try it. Try and fail, maybe, and hopefully have success. Probably fail, actually. Failure is a great way to get to success. Wow, that's such a cheesy quote, but it's true. Failure is a great way to get to success. You're going to work out what success looks like by experiencing what failure is. And that's the best way to work out how YouTube can work for you as a band. That's really my main point. If you want to try it, try it. If you're going to be very half-hearted about it, as in you're not going to put up one video and go, yeah, don't. It's just not worth it. But it's a great discovery tool. So, I don't know. It's kind of up to you. I'm just giving you a kind of laundry list of, of thoughts and options, really. But there you go. YouTube is a big part of the music industry nowadays. You've got to work out whether you want that to be a big part of what you are doing as a band anyway that is it for another episode of the music survival guide please rate and review us wherever you listen it really helps more people to find out what's going on behind the scenes here not behind the scenes just helps people to work out what's going on please share with any friends or bandmates if you thought it was useful um if you want to catch me on hit me up on all the socials I hate things I don't know why I'm saying these things if you want to find me on social media then um the links are in the description of the uh, podcast so go go down there and anyway I will see you next time